Our reading for today comes from Genesis 45, verses 1 through 8. Then Joseph could no longer control himself before all those who stood by him, and he cried out, Send everyone away from me. So no one stayed with him when Joseph made himself known to his brothers. And he wept so loudly that the Egyptians heard it, and the household of Pharaoh heard it. Joseph said to his brothers, I am Joseph. Is my father still alive? But his brothers could not answer him. So dismayed they were at his presence. Then Joseph said to his brothers, Come closer to me. And they came closer. He said, I am your brother Joseph, whom you sold into Egypt. And now do not be distressed or angry with yourselves, because you sold me here. For God sent me before you to preserve life. For the famine has been in the land these two years, and there are five more years in which there will be neither plowing nor harvest. God sent me before you to preserve for you a remnant on earth, and to keep alive for you many survivors. So it was not you who sent me here, but God. Joseph had every right to be mad. I know I would. If my brothers had sold me into slavery and told my father that I had been eaten by a wild animal, I would have been pretty upset. If I was Joseph and spent years in prison, I would have added it to the ledger against my brothers. Joseph had every right to be furious with his brothers and give them every bit of punishment they deserved. But that's not what happened. Joseph said to his brothers, Do not be distressed or angry with yourselves. God sent me before you to preserve for you a remnant on earth and to keep alive for you many survivors. So it was not you who sent me here, but God. Joseph had the gift of interpreting dreams, but in this moment, Joseph saw the bigger picture of what God was doing. God has a history of using bad experiences to do some good. When I was 12, my friend had a treehouse way up in a tree. One evening, my friend fell out of the treehouse because I didn't close the trap door after leaving. He went to the hospital with a punctured lung, and I was angry at myself. A few days later, his parents told me that the x-ray at the hospital revealed a tumor the size of a grapefruit behind his heart. They removed it before it did any damage. Years later, when I told this story, someone in the group said, maybe this was God at work. Until that moment, I had never considered this. All I could see, what was right in front of me. It's easy to only see what is right in front of you. To judge things as bad or good. I disappointed a friend. Bad. I went to church. Good. I got a speeding ticket. Bad. It's easy to look over all the events of a day and sort them between the good column and the bad column. But that's not how God operates. Good or bad, God redeems every event to recreate life. That's the bigger picture. It's a lot of work to hold resentment when you follow a God who recreates. It's hard to be mad at yourself when God uses a failure to launch a calling. It's hard to hold a grudge towards someone when the wrong they committed becomes the seed God uses for something greater. God is redeeming every moment in this time of COVID. 
and recreating life. Perhaps we ought to look beyond what is right in front of us, let go of our complaints, and start looking for the bigger picture. I miss worshiping in the sanctuary, but it's also been pretty inspiring to see all the faces who help and worship. Maybe God is helping us see our faith beyond the sanctuary. I miss my predictable office hours, but it's also pretty awesome to see my family more. Maybe God is teaching us to value relationship over productivity. It's hard to see beyond COVID, to see the bigger picture beyond masks and isolation. But if God can redeem the events in Joseph's life for good, then God can do the same for yours. Let us pray. God, it is so hard to see the bigger picture. Open our eyes to see your work in our lives. In your son's name we pray. Amen. Whoa.